This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hold on to your seat. Hey, you're in for the treat. It's the very first Hey Riddle All Musical Episode. Ja! This episode will not be all musical. In fact, the scene stops now. <laughs> musical guest! <laughs> JPC! <laughs> that is the most fun voice to do. With musical guest, Puddle of Mud. What's that uh, guy's name? Franz Ferdinand. That's who it is. Uh, it's not going to be an all singing episode. Well, not, not an all musical episode. All right. Well, I'm yeah. Just well, put what down I thought was my triangle in, in the warm moment, up my voice. Yeah. <sighs> in the moment, I was like, let's do an all musical episode because you know Scrubs did it, and of course that's you know Game our template for is, them. Sure. We, we are following the template <laughs> of Scrubs. Yeah, you guys start rewatching Scrubs. Our mm-hmm. episodes are a direct match, one to one, to their. We episodes. are a Scrubs <laughs> fan cast. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Hey, I got a question for you, Adel. If yeah. we are not doing an all musical episode, why did I get my pipes so sopping wet? Oh, I feel like I've been a, wetting my pipes what, all day. What you pipes? have a leak. What pipes? You have oh a leak, my, my man. Yeah, exactly, Aaron. Wet pipes. <laughs> I said what pipes, but... What, yeah, they are sopping wet pipes. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are a first-time listener, we are a podcast that tries to solve improv, and along the way, we do riddles. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Does that sound right? Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. let's be clear. We say that we are an improv podcast, but you, as a listener, might listen to other improv podcasts. They're they're out there. They're very good. And you're listening to our improv podcast, and you think, well, is it an improv podcast? The scenes generally go on for about 45 seconds until someone <laughs> breaks the reality completely, sure. and then it's over. The improv's done. Well, we are a specific niche genre of improv yes. podcast, Ooh, and, yes, that, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. and that is we are over it. <laughs> Can I tell you, recently I said to someone, oh man, it's so weird that I haven't done improv in a year. And they said, aren't you on an improv podcast? And I said, I said what I said. <laughs> I have not done improv in a year. We don't do improv. Yeah, I, I would be like, like, oh man, I haven't done improv in a year. And people are like, what about the podcast? I'm like, you're right. I haven't done good improv in a year. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm being honest, it's, it's more like five years for me. Yeah. It's always fucking wild to see someone on social media or or, or uh, uh, email to the show that's like, I can't believe I learned improv from listening to you all. And I'm like, oh, no, like, please. <laughs> Whoops. 
Well, I remember Sorry. I remember some pivotal, pivotal improv experiences for me watching things on stage in Chicago when I was like 17 years old. Ooh, baby, just things clicking, things sticking in my brain, just magic, sparks, fireworks. And the thought that what we do on this podcast could be that for someone else sickens me to my fucking core. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps me up at night. It makes me fucking disgusted. <laughs> we are raising a new generation of awful improvisers. Uh, every generation needs an awful generation of horrible yeah, improvisers, and here at, we are. As a as an improv coach and teacher in Chicago, there were for for granted for like what seven years, not not five years, not not mm-hmm. a long time. You would see generations of improvisers, and you would see star improvisers who were just so fucking like they so confident in their voice, naturally funny. They have a delivery. They have a cadence. They have a style. Very, very funny to watch. And then you would watch the wave of people who want to imitate them come up afterwards. And then if you're a teacher and a coach, you have to like, you have to see these, the people coming through and through. And you're like, you're doing yourself a disservice, first of all, because you are not that person. You don't have what they have and you never will. Yeah. Uh, Because what they have, they didn't earn. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's also, yeah, I've I've, uh, taught so many people who are like, I stop them. I'm like, you did this bad thing. And they're like, well, blank does that bad thing. And I'm like, you have to understand that person has the biggest personality in the world and they can get away with anything. It's like I was watching the I was watching the Golden Globes last night and I realized um I'm like, oh, all acting is is being the most attractive person out of the million people around you. That's mm-hmm. all acting is. Is just being so attractive and then they put a camera on you. Absolutely. Well that's what, I've... I've, that's what I discovered from watching the Golden Globes. Uh, I was so uncomfortable I could barely breathe watching that. <laughs> Anyways, the um, two things that I wanted to say were, uh, for, we sound like we don't love this show. I love doing terrible improv. In fact, it's more fun than doing great improv. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, I'll say I, I love the show. I hate the hosts. <laughs> no! <laughs> the saddest is that you hate yourself. That's the worst thing that you implied. <laughs> more than um, anyone. <laughs> uh, the other thing I wanted to say was in everyone's defense... I think I was one of those people who was copying people when I first moved to Chicago. But my tactic was I was copying like three or four different people at once. Was there anyone that you like were, were stealing from a little bit when you moved? Um, I I don't know. I don't know about stealing from, but like uh, I I didn't see them play a lot. But uh, especially when I moved, because if I had, I think it probably would have ruined me, and I and I would have done it. But like. Uh, Connor O'Malley and um, uh, Tim Robinson both love to yell, and I also love to yell. So I, I can see that there's maybe like a, a parallel between that uh, because I'll watch I'll watch something that Connor O'Malley does because he's on you know television shows now, and it'll just be him screaming, and I'll be like mm-hmm. dying laughing, and I'm like, yep, <laughs> that's what I like. That's <laughs> nothing I like. There's nothing funnier than a funny person screaming. So like Michael Hitchcock in a lot of the Christopher Guest movies, yep. like Brett Lyons in World News, like Connor O'Malley. Like there's nothing funnier than a funny person screaming. Mm-hmm. Connor O'Malley and Joe Scott are so funny on Joe Para. Like, so funny. Dude, for sure. Um, they, they play a great married couple on that show. I don't know if I mimicked anyone. I feel like I took a lot of inspiration from Danny Mora mm. in 3033. He was a big inspiration for me. Um, yeah. Aaron, will you, will you say who you blended? <laughs> uh, I blended so many people. I like- uh, Your barista creation? Katie Klein, Katie Rich, mm. uh, lots of Katies. Katies. Allison Ringhand. <laughs> Oh man, I could go on. Ryan Asher. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, so many. Uh, let's see. Uh, lot, uh, 
uh, well, I love Dan, it. Uh, Emma Pope, <laughs> Emma Pope, Lindsay Smith, uh, 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 Revolver, all the guys on Revolver, Sand. I, don't I was know. on Revolver. I know. Wow. So, uh, so part of your improv is part of your improv is one fiftieth addle. Yeah, I guess so. I remember, <laughs> I remember watching you in early shows, and I kept being like, I thought that you had like weird Spider Man. You could slow down time to think of the funniest thing to say. Because I was like, how is this guy writing hard jokes this quickly? <laughs> I would and do it- the Zach Morris timeout, and then my world <laughs> freezes, and I talk to the camera. Um, I will say now that I think about it a little bit more, and now Aaron, that you've given, you've divulged your amalgamation um, components. I will say I am looking up to a lot of people in Chicago improv scene. I am part Johnny Giggles. I'm part uh, uh, Fiona Improv. I'm part uh, <laughs> Melissa Sweep Edits. Not a minute ago, Aaron said that you could slow down time to do good <laughs> improv. Oh, I set you up for such failure there. I'm and so sorry. And you said Melissa Sweep Edits. <laughs> well, I lost my I lost my Spidey sense. Okay. So, he said Melissa Sweep edits, and I laughed so hard, and I stored that in my memory forever. So. There is there is a difference there because um, when you were watching those Revolver shows, those were most likely at like 10 p.m. I think that that was the slot that you had, right? Like a 10 p.m. slot? 10, 10.30. 10, 10.30 mm-hmm. slot, uh, Friday nights. So we can compare that to you and I, Aaron, have had a special window into Adol's soul because we have seen him do improv on this podcast at like 11 in the morning sometimes. <laughs> And it is a different beast. 11 a.m. versus 11 p.m. Completely different, Adam. I, I sometimes think powers. it's your weird twin. <laughs> R- rattle a die. I get my improv powers from <laughs> the moon. A Adel's like the the prestige, <laughs> but only one of them is a good magician, and the other yeah. one's like, "Can we please just sell cars?" <laughs> like that's what I like to do. Why please, are we doing? Please. Why are we doing oh, improv? So much Rattle heart. a die. <laughs> Eleven a.m. doesn't like jokes. <laughs> to to aggressively backtrack, if this were an all musical episode, okay, what are yeah. what are some of the songs you personally would sing? So for me, I would sing probably like. Uh, fuck, fuck, be a ready tonight. Oh, that's a good one. I would um, probably be yeah. singing, um, puzz, puzz, botting around. <laughs> uh, uh, we're overdue for a break. It's a tap dance break. <laughs> ain't, ain't Miss Basolvin? I'm so horny I could puzz. <laughs> I yes, exactly. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, well, you tell you let us know. Hopelessly depuzzled for you. <laughs> Amazing. You let us know what songs would you like to hear in the all musical Hey Riddle Riddle episode. Use the hashtag Riddler on the Roof, and mm-hmm. uh, and we'll take those into consideration. Riddler on the Roof. So yeah. is this all musical if I episode? Were a puzz man. Is it just going to be us doing like karaoke covers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would sing if I were a butt man. If I were a butt man. That makes sense. Keep going, please. All day long, I'd bitty bitty bum. If I were a butt man, hey, wouldn't have to work hard. Everything else works. Everything else stays the same. Well, let's. Get into speaking of everything else. Stays the same. Let's get into our riddies and puzzies for this. Oh, episode. I wonder. Wait, hold on. Let me find old man puzzles. I have him here somewhere. Uh, where did I put him? Oh, here he is. Oh, I'm old man Ruzzles. Oh, old man puzzles. Twin. I'm sorry. That's how I the have, world works. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Paul Rudd. 
<laughs> Normalize twins with last name changes. <laughs> Normalize it. That rhyme. That rhyme. That rhyme. Dee doo 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 dee doo. Tom Sawyer. Oh, sorry, I had a little prog in my throat. <laughs> Is that fun? I like prog, very fun. Little, little I like prog that. in yeah, my yeah. throat. I like that. Uh, prog rock. Rush is a famous prog man. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so we are prog. going to Check. do. We're going to do. I think we've done this before in the episode when JPC was old man puzzles. Correct. But we are going order, to right? revisit a, a listener of the show who was unbelievably kind. Sent me two volumes of his puzzle books that he wrote i believe during quarantine which is phenomenal this is james kennedy uh jamie for short pranks he sent us riddles for smart people volume one and volume two jpc i believe you did some from volume one so i went straight to volume two james kennedy wrote an inscription in the book it said to addle i suspect several of these will end up in riddle court oh well so Thank you so much, James, again for these puzzles. So, and James, that's a really great philosophy to just be like, I am going to end up in court. Oh, well. I'm not going to change my behavior. Uh-huh. I'm not going to stop parking there. I'm going to end up in court. <laughs> that um, That's from your book about marriages, right? Like how mm-hmm. to in a marriage. I'm mm-hmm. going to end up in divorce court anyway. Might as well live the way I'm already living. That's why they exactly. call it courtship. Exactly. So mm-hmm. let's get into our first warm-up, Riddy. Here we go. I must admit... I'm an unusual creature. I do have legs, but no knees to feature. I have a back, but I'm missing a spine. I have two arms, but no hands are mine. What am I? First of all, Adel, I sent you my dating profile in confidence to help me. <laughs> to help me, and that was like six years ago. It's it's uh, useless to me now. Uh, I don't need the punch up on it. Now. I'm five foot eleven. I have no spine. Uh, <laughs> um. Okay. A really disturbing table. Uh, okay, details. Details. Uh, Why can you can you back up your work? Show yeah, your work they, on the board? they tables don't have knees. Okay, okay. Did you know what what did I just learn? I learned something and now I've totally forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. Sense, here's, this here's, tracks. here's what it is. Is back <laughs> back in olden days, in like the eighteen hundreds. I don't know if this is a rumor or not. I think I, maybe I heard this from Paul F. Tompkins. So this is amazing. It. I learned something. Wait, I don't remember what I learned. <laughs> I don't know if this is a rumor no, or not. In the nineteen hundreds, maybe I heard it from Paul F. Tompkins. So just so you know, everyone, you could go listen to Paul F. Tompkins on one of the thousands of podcasts that he's on. But instead, you're here. Hey, riddle, riddle, hey better podcasts s- he's on. Better podcasts. Thank you, uh-huh, Aaron. Uh-huh. Hearing some secondhand, possibly Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> But it was something of like in the late 1800s or something, they used to cover up the legs of tables so that like men wouldn't get boners or something. Because apparently, oh, okay. apparently it was like so, so scandalous that like the legs of tables would would mimic a woman's, uh, the feature of a woman's leg or something that they had to like cover them up to, to make sure that men weren't aroused at, while dining. Who knows if that's true? But let's get back <laughs> to this. Who fucked this table? Hey! <laughs> Come on, everyone in here. I Who fucks this scene. table? I want to see. I, I like it because it's like those table legs look like dicks. Is that why everyone's aroused? <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Uh, they look like women's legs. Uh, cover them up. Cover them up. Cover them up. I want to see a scene. Uh, Aaron, you are eating um, solo at a restaurant. JPC, you are a table, and uh, you decide to go ahead and kind of shoot your shot. Hmm. Well, that was a delicious meal. Twas a pleasure to serve you, milady. Oh, thank you. Um, twi- you twi- between between you be do a glass of water or wine. 
Oh, uh, I... Do, would you want one? I don't know. I mean... Please don't spill wine on me. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Um, I, you, I just wanted to tell you that you weren't wobbly at all the whole time. I suck. Really I was... sturdy. I was sucking in. Ah, I wobble. I wobble like a motherfucker, but I was, uh, I was sucking in, in, in Milady's presence. Oh, you uh, were really steady. Um, you were really stable. Um... Ah, I well, sorry, I'm nervous. Uh, Milady, I uh, do thank upon you for the compliments. Uh, just so you sorry, know, sorry, do you do Shakespeare? You sound like you do like a lot of Shakespeare plays. Oh, well, <gasps> well no, uh, uh, I've that seen is... you. Okay. You were the table in Othello. I was and the table in Othello. Uh, were that... you the table in Taming of the Shrew as well? Not me. That oh, was not you. That and he. He's great. Uh, yeah, that's Jeff, and he is fucking fantastic. Uh, yes, I was in Othello. I was um, I was the maid's hand table in uh, <laughs> Romeo and Juliet, which was wow. a big break for me, milady. Yeah. We cut to a production of Romeo and Juliet <laughs> featuring this table. I, Miss Juliet, I've put your dress upon the table. Wait, where did the table go? Ooh, milady, uh, uh, the table is here at your beck and call. Oh, anon, anon, tither come table, add a leaf to your uh, proclivities. Come table, come table, buy table a drink first, why don't you? <laughs> Alas. Huge laugh from the audience. <laughs> what was that? Huge laugh from the audience. Excuse me, can you just watch this show and not be an <laughs> asshole? You're sitting front row. <laughs> So I, I have a disease where I can't laugh, so I just have to say a huge laugh. Tina, stop telling people you have that disease. No one believes it. I don't want to hurt their feelings. They ask me about it in the bathroom, Tina, and I have to say, no, my wife is a compulsive liar. That's what's going on here. Scene. You think people don't talk to me, Tina? They ask about your disease. What am I to say? Scene. The next time, the next time I go see live theater, which may be years from now, I'm going to sit front row and yell, huge laugh from the audience. <laughs> it would be better if everyone said it in unison in the audience. What sucks huge is now laugh gonna, from the audience. What sucks is 100% someone's going to do that at our next live show. No, please to don't. To be sure. Uh, okay. You think people don't talk to me, Tina? Is <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Also, I just, the person who's with that person who is just talking to the performers, <laughs> just burying their head in their hands. <laughs> also, during that scene, I thought of another name, Benicio Del Tagouts. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> you good, don't have good. to go that complicated that quick. <laughs> What do you do? You're going to get hurt. I like how Shakespeare lets you do Benicio Del Toro. <laughs> Here we go. Again, I must admit I'm unusual. I must admit I'm an unusual creature. I do have legs, but no knees to feature. I have a back, but I'm missing a spine. I have two arms, but no hands are mine. What am I? Again, and this is a clock. War- warm-up ready. No. Uh, clocks, legs. clocks famously don't have legs. They have backs. no, wait, they have no have hands. They have, wait, they have a back, but no spine. They have legs but no knees, back legs, but no, no spine, knees. arms but no hands. What am I? And it's I would an say object. Ar- I'd say arms is it's an object. I'd say arms are the biggest clue. Is this a chair? Yeah, it is. Like a a, a barca lounger or something like that? Like a that's Is that like what? a chair for a dog? Well, no. <laughs> that's my chair. Has spaghetti beginning on the barca lounger? <laughs> what, uh, is, what is what constitutes a barca lounger? I think it's a brand, is it not? 
Oh, okay. Do you? I, I do. I definitely know that. I think. Well, I definitely. I definitely know, and then I think. Friends, they had those Barca loungers, which were those like big chairs that like recline back. I think. Oh, I always call those lazy boys. I here's the thing. Dude, I a Barca lounger and a lazy boy might be the same thing. Up until I was like 31, anytime someone would say like Papa's on chair, I was just like, oh yeah. And I had in my mind's eye was just it was just a baby screaming. Like I had no idea what a Papa's on chair was. And then when I was like 31, I was like, let me just look this up. And then I was like, oh, okay, now I understand. But there's like Barker Lounger. I have no, I nothing in my my dictionary of the mind. There's no page it, for that. It is a brand. It's a type of recliner, but it's like, yeah, it's one of those big, big, big reclining chairs. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Like a lazy boy. You live in the dictionary of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> page 424. <laughs> so it's chair is correct. Yeah, well, I'll give it to you because uh, you you got it for sure. It's an armchair specifically, but I, I think it. a chair a chair definitely um, makes sense. So yeah, let's go. but some chairs don't have arms, and uh, those those are the lucky ones. Those the are chairs with bean the chairs bags. with arms have a lot of work to do. I remember being a kid, maybe when I was like between the ages of eight and ten, my mom and dad bought my sister and I bean bags, and that was like where I beanbags. lived. I would not leave that beanbag for the world. Oh, I yeah. Would, Playing I a would, video game in yes. a beanbag? Hell yeah. I would, I would sleep on it. I'd watch TV on it. I would stand on the arm of the couch and jump onto it. Like, there is nothing more thrilling when you're a kid than a beanbag. I, I would I, rather the entire world see me naked than the person <laughs> I'm trying to sleep with see me try to get up from a beanbag chair. <laughs> I, I will say... <laughs> new I'll say, merch, new merch, new merch. Do not try to sleep with someone in a beanbag chair. <laughs> Did you come? You're not even inside me. <laughs> uh, be- beanbag chair. I'm in the other room. <laughs> You're in a beanbag chair. I'm nowhere near you. And there are little white pellets everywhere. I I have a, I have a very different. And then experience. also the stuff from the inside of the beanbag. <laughs> Because I, I do remember being a kid and loving a beanbag chair, but I also remember beanbag chairs in the summertime because we had no air conditioning in our in our uh, like our playroom was our like it was the third floor of our house. We lived in a very old house, and it third was like floor must be nice. Oh my god! Yeah, it was like a hundred year old house. Um, and oh yeah, it was old and falling apart and but haunted. the th- the third floor was what what, what is what, i don't know it's like what it's like a partial floor it was it wasn't really an attic because it was like it mm-hmm. i don't know but it was the, it was one the, of the ones with like the triangle ceilings is, partial floor is usually called like a bungalow but that's i think that's specifically one story with a with like a half top is yeah a bungalow, right yeah but it, i don't it, whatever it had it had like the you could like it was like a like a triangle because like the pieces of the roof were there. Oh, an attic. His, I guess it was an attic, but I it was our like mean. rumpus room. But I yeah. remember no air conditioning. The third floor of that house, sitting in a beanbag chair in the summertime, was about the most disgusting thing uh, that you could do, and that made skin. me. That made me hate beanbag chairs. Just absolutely. You shift a little, and your skin just like peels off of the beanbag chair. Fuck a beanbag chair. Oh, I love them. <laughs> uh, let's go on to our next warm up riddle. Here we go. Good I thing. have some more stuff to say about beanbag chairs. Oh, okay. Go ahead. They are a delightful mess. <laughs> are you done? I will, I'd also like to oh, say oh, yeah, oh, oh. that uh, uh, earlier in the scene that we did, I think uh, Milady is about the worst thing that you could call a woman, just just so everyone is clear. Yeah, I'd say it's Milady, cunt, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> 
New merch, new merch. That's our that's our coffee mug. That no, it, it is it certainly just, not. It just says Milady Cunt. No, bitch no, twat. no, no, no. <laughs> I never said twat, so good luck out there on the internet today, buddy. Oh, no. uh, I think, and then it's like a far side calendar where it's like you have to be this to ride this ride. <laughs> it's just those words. <laughs> <laughs> well, Milady is short for miserly lady, right? As far as I know. I, so, I think it's short for My Fair Lady. That's what it is. <laughs> Here we go. Here's our next warm-up, Ritty. Good things come in small packages. That is except for me. Considering all the world's animals, I am the most deadly. What am I? Snake. 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 <laughs> Easy, snake. Thank you, snake. Shark. What if there's a snake shark? Okay, what part is what? Okay. Yeah, what part is what? So here's shark what head, it... snake body? <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I want to see a scene. Snake body, snake so, body, shark head. I, I want to see a scene. So, Adel, um, you are um, playing a, a scientist. A- Aaron and I are your two like uh, lab aides, um, you know, you know, under scientists, and you have uh, successfully crossed the genes of a snake and a shark, and you are showing it off to us. We're here so early, sir. Yeah, what, please, what's the big news? Please, I, I know it's early in the morning, but I appreciate you taking my call. Please come, come sub scientist, come around. Oh, I should just call you assistance. Come around, gather well, around. We are we are in a submarine, so it, I yes. please do call a sub scientist. Can I can I take my blindfold off? Uh, you can take off your blindfold, but before we d- discuss anything further, you must add your white lab coats. Otherwise, anyone who might be viewing us doesn't know that you're uh, a scientist. All right. Oh, okay. Because uh, okay. if you see, can I, let me just say this. And this is something that's been bothering me, and I'm sorry it's built up for this long. Jeff, you come in every day. You're, you're a sub-scientist. Thank you. You wear jeans and a polo, sometimes a beanie. It, you, you're not presenting. To be a scientist, you have to present scientists. You see me, I'm wearing khakis that are uh, uh, wrinkled to all hell. I'm wearing a white lab coat. I'm wearing sir, a button-up shirt. Sir, glasses with it feels like in the middle of the bridge of the nose. Yes. Sir, it feels like you're killing time because you messed up pretty bad. <laughs> you maybe uh, did something you weren't supposed to do. Killing time. Speaking of, has anybody... Remember um, What to Kill a Mockingbird? Remember that book? Let's go around and let's recite our full favorite chapter. Sir, I don't mean to... I don't. I, I would love to do that because obviously you're the head scientist. There's yeah. a small pool of blood forming, it huh. looks like, at your feet, and, it's getting, and it is getting bigger. Well, you're a bad scientist. I'd call that a large pool of blood. Anyway, it's getting larger. It's I getting think larger. sir is short for circumstance. Isn't that interesting? What else? Uh, once I heard Paul F. Tompkins what say... What sound is that? Huh? <laughs> what sound is that? Oh, I'd, my God. It, I'd say it's a squelch. It sounds like a bone is dripping. <laughs> it sounds like maybe a human bone is dripping. Huh. Wait that- a minute. Yeah. Are you Dr. Chameleon? Yeah, you found me out. Oh, I don't have- What's under your coat? <laughs> it's the world's first snark. Oh, half snake, half shark. That's that is- dead. That is yeah, dead that is and dripping. Dead. No, that it's a little shy. It's just a little shy. It's a little shy. <laughs> I'd be shy too if my bones were on the outside of my skin. Dead things aren't shy. They're dead. When I was trying to create the first cuttlefish, not cuttlefish, but cuddlefish. What, did you microwave it? Partially. Okay. (laughs) But I did it in a metal bowl, which was bad news. Yeah. What kind of doctor are you, Dr. Chameleon? Well, some would say I'm not a doctor, to to, to be exact. Yeah. Uh, How did you get on this sub? Uh, Stairs. (laughs) Stairs? (laughs) I I, I think he's just describing what we're doing right now to him. 
Quit staring at me. Scene. Scene. <laughs> Scene. <laughs> How did you get on the submarine? Uh, stairs. Stairs. <laughs> Practice. You know. <laughs> Practice. Practice. 10,000 hours. <laughs> uh, so this is an animal. And it's yes. the most dangerous animal? Uh, most deadly. So uh, dangerous. Uh, Man. Dangerous and deadly are, are interesting. I don't know. I, I don't think they're interchangeable. But let me read it again. Good things come in small packages. That is except for me. Considering all the world's animals, I am the most deadly. And here's what I'll say. I found out within the last, I'd say maybe two years ago, um, that, that this is in fact the most deadly animal in the history of humankind. Because there's a there was a book that came out about it, and I was reading a summary of the book, and I was very intrigued. It, is it a rat? Because of the spread that of is, disease? That is a phenomenal guess. I would guess rats in the top three, but this one is number one with a bullet. Oh, Mosquito. is it a bullet? It, Aaron, repeat that. Mosquito. Absolutely not. Mosquito it is, bullets. <laughs> it is mosquito. Mosquitoes in the history of humankind have been the most deadly animal. I also think that, the, is it the ticks on rats that got the disease that spread it to humans too? Maybe the rats uh, were just the, de, the delivery device. You sound like a guy at the bar. You sound like every guy at every bar. <gasps> was it the rats? Or was it the blah, 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 blah? I want to see a scene. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 let's reverse it. So, JPC, you're at a bar minding your own business, and Aaron, you are kind of a know-it-all um, who's just kind of espousing facts and trying to uh, explain everything in the world. Uh, hey, um, you're enjoying your evening, and I thought I'd make it a little better. Uh, you're wearing your coat inside, and actually, that's really bad for you. You could get really sick if you go outside because it's sort of like you won't be wearing a coat when you go outside. Uh, let me get you this drink. Uh yeah, I I just walked in. I was I'm take I'll take my coat off now. Thank you. I I actually knew that. Yeah, it's because your body temperature warms up. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I let you know, and that's why you know it. Uh yeah. Uh, anyway, I'll just do like a, a just a Miller High Life. Oh, interesting. Uh, actually, you probably won't like the Miller High Life, um, because that's the champagne of beer, and girls like real champagne. And not beer champagne. Yeah, nobody um, likes a Miller High Life. I just want to spend a dollar seventy-five on a beer. So, I'm uh, sorry. Cool. Uh, you look cute. Uh, can I make some suggestions of things you could do to make your face a little bit better? Uh, I yeah, I get, I guess. Um, to make my number face one a little better? obviously smile. <laughs> You're making me sad oh. just to look at you, <laughs> and you exist for me. Oh, number boy. two. <laughs> Look like you make less money and you know less stuff. Okay. Uh, how? With a, with a smile? Uh-huh. What do you do for work? I am a boiler maker. Oh, sweetheart, sweetheart, sweetheart. Uh, say that again? Sorry, I think you misspoke. Oh, I'm a, I'm a boiler maker? I make, I make boilers? Oh, actually, I, uh, my cousin's friend's boyfriend's husband, saw a boiler once, so I take a seat and I'll talk to you all about all about it uh you know what no no i'm, I'm all, <laughs> my I'm friend good. jimmy over there says i can't get your number you don't want to embarrass me in front of jimmy i'm sorry are you a do you work here why are you behind the bar <laughs> oh yeah i'm the bartender same <laughs> <laughs> miller light for my real friends and light miller for my sham friends <laughs> Uh, I, uh, uh, light miller i can do it cha-cha baby cha-cha <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> aaron i should have just said play cliff clavin Cliff Clavin would do a little bit less of that, and he would have a Boston accent. 
Mm-hmm. But then he'd vote for Trump later and ruin everything. Oh, no. You make Frank Ocean look like Danny Ocean, babe. Cha-cha. <laughs> Cha-cha-cha. Who, what, what famous TV characters would have voted for Trump? Oh, so many. Oh, the dad from All in the Family? Uh-huh. Sure. C- a coach. Coach for sure. Yeah. Uh, S- Squidward. Squidward, of course. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, good point. <laughs> Speaking uh, of good points, let's point our listeners to a quick break from our advertisers, and we'll be right back with more Hey Riddle Riddle, all musical episodes. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. <coughs> Um, JPC. two words rhymes with, oh no, you're sick. Yes, it rhymes with, oh no, I'm sick. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You guys are never going to get it. I was trying to show you I need Claritin. Mm. Claritin. Oh, JPC, why don't you just hold up a box of Claritin? Oh, I have this box of Claritin right here. Mm. Camera goes ping, and I, and, I'm, and I smile and I kind of wink when I hold up my box of Claritin D. JPC, I know that you famously live with allergies. You're an mm. allergy sufferer. Famously. But you don't have to live like that. You can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Yeah, luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Guys, I know that you've been saying this live clear with Claritin D thing. It seems super natural, but you've been saying it a ton just to me, like in casual conversation. Live clear, I, clear, clear, live clear, clear with Claritin D. Live Claritin clear with Claritin D. We all know it. I picked up my own Claritin D, and I think that everybody should use this product. I have allergies. I have the scratchy throat, the the itchy throat. There's nothing worse. There's a lot of things worse, but there's a, there's nothing worse from a you know personal day to day level than that scratchy throat. Claritin D takes it all away. It's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better and podcast funnier. That's not part of their ad copy. I just want, <laughs> I want Claritin to know I added the podcast funnier. <laughs> the double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. It makes you pretty funny on a podcast. That they put in there. I don't know why they put that in there. That was... But don't take it from the three of us. Take it from Claire Teen, the the teenage Claire who loves Claritin. Claire? I have a teenage Claire, Claire that <laughs> loves Claritin. Ready to live your life like you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your Woo! local pharmacy counter. Yeah. You don't even need a prescription. Woo-hoo. So go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. That's C-L-A-R-I-T-I-N.com right now. Use as directed. Yep. Live Claritin clear. JPZ, live Claritin clear. Live Claritin clear with Claritin, 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 Claritin D. Claritin yes, live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Yes. <laughs> Wow, JPC, your aura is kind of, it's kind of like a gray. Oh, thank like you. Like a dark gray. Do you mind if I take a picture of your aura? Oh, ab- no. The, and honestly, I get stopped all the time asking if people could, would you say take a picture of my Speeding aura? Speeding or? Yeah, take a picture of your aura because I want to put it in my aura digital frame, which is uh, my new favorite thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm on so many people's aura digital frames that I would be honored to have my aura on your aura. Oh, 
Uh, yeah, that sounds great. I got these aura frames. I gave one to my mom for Mother's Day. She absolutely freaking loves it. Mm-hmm. You just upload any pictures you have, pops up into the frame immediately. If you like, I bought my mom a frame. I can upload pictures to her frame at any time. It's one of the best things I've ever purchased for my mom. Yeah, of course. I mean, they're Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames, and they allow you to share and display unlimited photos. And like I said, my aura photo, my gray, it's kind of like a storm cloud energy that I have. Um, yeah, people can, I can actually see that. see that. Sometimes I like the top of my head is actually wet because of how powerful huh. my aura is. Uh, and people You're stop me all the time, ask me for my picture. They say, I want to put this on my frame. It's perfect for Mother's <laughs> Day. I want to give this to my mom for Mother's Day. I want her to, I want her to see the stormy man that I met. It huh. happens to me all the time. Yeah. Oh, and we should say that Aaron uh, got sucked into a book. Um, you know, they also have great privacy. You have complete control over who has mm. access to your frame, and the Aura app lets you share photos more securely than with email, which many other digital frames require. So people can't steal your sort of gray, your grayish sort of uh, energy. Yeah, and the book is over 100 years old. Um, Aura was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Aura Ooh. frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. And right now, or as a great deal for Mother's Day, listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code RIDDLE at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. I would open the book to help Aaron, but I don't want to get sucked in myself if, you know. Of course, you know no one does. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, and then I, I'll, I'll just go and I'll, I'll start with the jingle. Is that, yeah. is that okay if mm-hmm. I start? Whenever you're okay. ready. Henson shaving! You better shave your hair! How was that? It's pretty good. I, it's, okay. it, it was a little bit more yacht rock than before, which is actually what we're going for. Oh, great! Because the 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 call, my call said yacht rock. I mean, that's why they, that's why you brought JPC in. I mean, I'm, I'm Mr. Yacht Rock. Yeah, exactly. And we here at Henson Shaving are a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the ISS, International Space Station, and mm. Mars Rover. And now we're bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. Okay. Now I didn't know that about uh, aerospace manufacturing and mm-hmm. uh, international space. I'll give you a, I'll give you a jingle with more of like a space feel if that's okay. Perfect. You gotta shave in space. Yeah. Well, that sounds like the aliens are singing it, and our uh, aliens don't buy our product. So that's um, our razor blades. Huh. Dang. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Good note. Good note. Mm-hmm. JBC razor blades are like diving boards. The longer the board, the more wobble. The more wobble, the more nicks, cuts, and scrapes. A bad shave isn't a blade problem; it's an extension problem. And we here okay, at Hanson di- solve that. Diving board makes me think beach, and so let's do like more of like a beachy vibe uh, for the jingle. Oh, Hanson shaving, shaving at the beach. Huh. Okay. What do we think? That was actually pretty good. That's more of a Elvis. Uh, it, you know, uh, just like Elvis in the fifties, I want to say mm-hmm. Henson Razors works with standard dual edge blades to give you the old school shave with the benefits of new school tech. Once you own a Henson razor, it's only about 3 to $5 per year to replace the blades, just like in the 1950s when razors were like 3 to $5 a year. And now it's yeah. thousands. Mm-hmm. And Henson Shaving wants the best razor, not the best razor business. That means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, and no planned obsolescence. Aaron, go ahead and tell us how to get those uh, Henson razors. Oh, she got sucked into an ancient sucked book of in. evil. To an ancient book of evil, yeah, so she's and not going to be She's in a world we can't even begin us. to imagine. Uh, I'll read it. 
It's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last you a lifetime. Visit HensonShaving.com slash Riddle to pick the razor for you and use code Riddle and you'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor. Just make sure to add them to your cart. That's 100 free blades when you head to H-E-N-S-O-N-S-H-A-V-I-N-G dot com slash Riddle and use code Riddle. Okay, 100 free blades. Let me just do uh, another... Whenever you're ready. Another jingle? Okay, 100 free blades. He's the black hunter of vampires, and there's a hundred of him. Henson shaving! 100 free blades! So is it like Blade siblings, or he, he got cloned, or... I don't quite know how yeah. it works. <laughs> Get these motherfucking snarks off my motherfucking sub. Okay, and we we need to we actually need two more adult because Casey's gonna go back in and, and fix the scene, but we actually we need two more. okay. Um what else? Adel. Yeah? No, Adel. Okay, he's deep in the character area. There's nothing we can do to stop this. Okay, oh, we just need two more. We need two more. Okay, uh, let's see here. What are some other things with snakes? Uh, oh, snake me out to the ball game. All right, okay. one more. One okay, more. Okay, one more. Okay. Oh, earlier, a callback, Franz Ferdinand was mentioned, so let me just uh, snake me out. dee doo do 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 Adol, I sent you, you my dating profile in confidence <laughs> six years <You're>, ago. <laughs> I would love, <laughs> you're like on the couch on a date and mm. the, the woman just starts saying, eat me out, and starts playing air guitar. I think I would message a person if their entire dating profile was just snake me out, I gotta know more. I gotta know more. I gotta know more. Just scratching the surface. Let's get into a full... Ready. Again, this is from James A. Kennedy, Riddles for Smart People, Volume 2. James, you are an absolute blessing for sending us these books because we are running low on riddles. Mana so here we go. Heaven. This one is called Public Speaking. Michelle was shy and quiet. She hated being on stage, but this time she really couldn't avoid it. She stepped behind the podium, took a deep breath, and said less than a sentence into the microphone before a bell rang. Michelle started to cry. Why was she upset? She was giving a speech mm-hmm. to save a man's life. And the <laughs> governor the governor stepped in and said, nope, execute. I want to see a speech. JPC, you are a young child giving a speech to save a man's life. Uh, and Aaron, you are the sort of, uh, what would we say, like the... Who gives the call to to delay a death? Is that like the fucking mayor or someone? The governor, like I <laughs> the said, gov- the governor. Moments ago. <laughs> Shame on you! Shame on all of you! Look at this man, this man that stands before me. I'm gonna give you a quick note. Mm-hmm. Can you, um, let's see, do it with a little bit more like, like I like I'm adorable. I'm a kid. Okay, okay, I okay. okay. <clears throat> Take it from the top. Yep, from the top, please. Wow, well, well, shame on you people. Look at this man behind me. What was his crime? Dressing and can up- we make him British? Sorry, sorry, time out. The, the man or me? You. Okay, because he was already British in my mind. I was going to get to that. Can I, oh, can, I, can, I, can I try being British as well? 
Yeah. You go ahead, but like just sort of like act British. Don't talk, but like just sort of like have the. Okay, okay, go ahead. I'm just going to take it. I'm going to pick it from the middle. What was his crime? Huh? Dressing up like Santa Claus, isn't it? In the middle of May. Sneaking into everyone's houses, isn't it? I love it. I love it. Okay, time, time out. Okay. A little bit more Michael Caine. We're going to want to lean a little bit more into that Michael Caine. If if I may, if I may, if I may, Michael Caine uh, playing like Alfred. Great. Mo- we modern, also not like old Michael Caine, newer, like more recent Michael Caine. So I'm well, the I guess governor. Older, I guess I'm the older. governor, yeah. and we uh, actually it, it actually undercuts the fellow performers' confidence. Okay. Well, when you give them notes, you understand. All right. Well, if you want to end up on the naughty list I'm, in May, I'm, I'm you're going to be dead in 11 minutes. I'm <laughs> seven. I'm seven, and I only know Michael Caine as a reference from Batman, which was a movie that great. came out before I was born. Great, great, great. Whenever you're And ready. action. I say, I see, I say that. Also, can I just say it's not sneaking into someone's house if their roof is open? I mean, their chimney. If the chimney's <laughs> open, that's not sneaking. I, God damn it. I broke nothing. You're, you, you're admitting to the crime again, so just- and you, cut, you cut holes in people's roofs and called them chimneys. Chimneys, are, is, chimneys no. are windows to the house. Hmm. All right, kill him. Kill Santa Claus. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <see>. Um, Adel, I know the answer to your little riddle. Ooh la la. Do you want to go ahead and say it, or do you want JPC to have a chance? S-P-E-L-L-I-N-G space B-E-E, spelling B. Aaron, B-I-N-G-O, B-A-N-G-O, H-A-H-A-T-A-T-A. No spaces? No spaces. Aaron, you nailed it. Michelle's parents made her participate in a local spelling bee, and she had spelled her first word incorrectly. I want to say a scene. Aaron, you are a bee who spells. JPC is the judge, and uh, we're going to see you um, in this competition. All right. Let's see here. Your word is supposedly. Mm. <laughs> Your word is <laughs> supposedly. And let's see. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Did you say C? Nope. 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 Um, okay. Because that would I be wrong. I really wish a kid would step on me right now. Supposedly. So I could sting him. Well, no kids here. This is my B farm. Okay. And your word is supposedly. Uh, can I language of origin, please? Supposedly. English. <laughs> okay. Um, and can you use it in a sentence, please? Buzz, buzz. All the neighborhood kids thought the old man that ran the bee farm was supposedly insane because he had spelling bees for his bees, but the man just cared. He just cared. Is that crazy to care? I don't think so. Supposedly. I don't think so either. And, uh, uh, yeah, what's gonna... Yeah, so I'm going to get the word right, obviously, and then I get Supposedly. to live. Okay. S. Well, yeah, you can make me my honey. When it's over, no, no, when it's over, you get to go back to make me my honey. Great. That's wow. great. It's so fun to be out in the woods, and I'm so excited about my girl. My girl is the most important person to me, <laughs> and her dad's Dan Aykroyd. My girl is going to be so Wait, thrilled. Wait, he's what? out in the woods without his glasses. He can't see without his glasses. <laughs> oh, I tripped. What did I trip on? What is this? Some sort of <gasps> n n n nest? Bee. I'm a bee, and I'm going to stick. S-U-P-E. 
<laughs> I don't know what happened, but I'm alive. Time to go home. Oh, I just woke up from a nap. <laughs> what hey. happened? Look around. My bee is dead. The little boy is gone. Harold, get out of your bee bag chair. <laughs> I can't. I've been stuck in this bee bag you chair. It's fuck. the summertime. Scene. My skin's crafted to it. A bee bag chair? That is a nightmare. <laughs> oh, ow, my God. Ow, 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 ow. ow, ow, ow. I would rather the person I'm trying to sleep with see me try to get up from a bee bag chair than a bean bag chair still. <laughs> Amen to that. Here's our next riddle. This one's called Clean Sweep. Penelope, an accomplished pediatric surgeon, spent most of her Saturday afternoon sweeping. Although the floor was already spotless, without a speck, or, without a speck of dust or grime, she kept at it. She worked up quite a sweat from pushing the broom around for over an hour. Her husband, Seth, watched her efforts, but he didn't think it was strange that she was sweeping an already clean floor. Why not? Well, Seth Seth here is Fuck actually Seth. doing something very smart. No, no, no. Seth is actually being a good husband. He's doing something very smart. He knows that she just lost another patient and she's having a little bit of a mental break. So he's just going to give her her space, let her sweep the floor even though it's already clean. It will not bring the child back to life, uh-huh. but... It's what Seth knows that he has to do. He's going to be waiting with dinner for mm-hmm. when she wants to come in. That is the saddest, sweetest thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> but I will say her losing a patient is a good thing because pediatric surgeons, of course, only operate on pedophiles. <laughs> what happened in the last minute and how can I prevent it from ever happening again? <laughs> I'm a pediatric surgeon and my kill rate is 100%. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, it's me, the wizard you made up. I forget his name. Don't do this. It's sacrilegious. What's, what's his name? Squishy. Wizzy. Squishy. Squishy. Unbelievable. Aaron, it's me, Wizzy. Remember when I gave you that time turner? Well, you can use it once per episode to go back exactly five minutes to prevent any joke from happening. All right, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna use it on this one, but I will use it. <laughs> you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Hey, you had your chance. Hey, Wizzy, with you appearing, you know, just to Aaron, I think it's time that we schedule you an appointment with a pediatric surgeon because <laughs> oh, you. No. Yeah, buddy, <laughs> Wizzy's getting canceled. Um. Okay. Okay. Um. She's in stomp. She's in the play stomp. Ooh, that is a great. Uh, Wait, what? Uh, answer, is there, that are is there pedi- are there pediatric surgeons in Stomp? Well, How Stomp we is here? all. I saw Stomp when I was nineteen, and I could not have been more baffled. It's it's basically people on stage sweeping in rhythm, and then people like slapping trash cans in rhythm. So it's like an orchestra of everyday items is how I would describe Stomp. Mm-hmm. Is it's it impre- that? It's impressive for like ten minutes, and then ninety minutes later, you're like, I think I get it. I think it's impressive the entire time. You, time. you go stomp. You play that trash. <laughs> that should have been their tagline. Stomp. You play Watch that us trash. play trash. <laughs> We're garbage. <laughs> stomp. We're garbage. I like I, stomp. I dare you. I dare you to try to pick your favorite song from Stomp. I know mine. I think. Yeah. That's a straw in the cup. Yeah. And then someone be. comes in and is like. <laughs> Mine would be sweep, sweep, bang, bang, scream, huh, smack, smack. Oh, it, God. Also the sounds like an improv show. The, the, the person who wrote Stomp or the team of people that wrote Stomp multiple times, multiple times in writing it, they must have just put their pins down and been like, this isn't very good, is it? Like, this wanna, isn't very good. I is this see good? A scene. I want to see a scene. The two of you are auditioning for Stomp 
but you're both wildly unprepared and limitlessly untalented. Okay, uh, next the two. The role I was on. born to play. <laughs> okay, next two, come on in. Uh, thank you for waiting. Uh, I, yeah. I see here that you're a duo. Yes. We, we typically have people audition separately, but if you are that vehement that you are a duo, then let's uh, let's see it. And we definitely didn't think that we were auditioning for a chorus line. We knew we were auditioning for Stomp. Go good. All Stomp. Right. We're garbage. Uh, so we're going to try to... And before we start, do you have any notes? Yeah, I do. They're right here in front of me, and it's just... Well, let's see the notes I have here. So this is based on the last person who was in here. His name was uh, Peter. Man, Peter's not good. So that's, that's the notes I have. That also, helps us because he walked out of the room with an insane amount of confidence. So that helps us. Please feel free. There's a lot of everyday items around, scattered around the room. Feel free to grab whatever. You can play anything in this room except for me. So Ooh. so have at. Uh, we thought we'd be original, so we're going to try to play our faces. Oh, okay. Whenever you're ready. Okay. Whenever we're ready. <clears throat> Whenever you're ready, but I'm going to count you in. And the three, and the two, and the one. Ow! Ooh, I got myself in the eye. Ooh! Ow! 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 Hit myself in the eye immediately. Put uh, myself uh, in the eye. Ow! Ow! Does anyone have any neosporin? Does anyone have any neosporin for my eye? Okay, putting some neosporin in my eye. Ow! 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 ow. I've never thought to do this before. Ooh! Ow! 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 This neosporin is huge. Laugh from the audience. Burning my eye. Shit! Does anyone have any peanut butter? That's what you do for gum. See. Okay, putting some peanut butter. <laughs> oh, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> Someone please remix that into a stomp song. <laughs> ooh, yeah. Ow, How ow, would you ow, remix ow, that? Ow, ow, you ooh, don't need ooh, to do that. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> I'll do it. Uh, Let me read it one did. more time. Okay. Penelope, an accomplished pediatric surgeon, spent most of her Saturday afternoon sweeping. Although the floor was already spotless, spotless without a speck of dust or grime, she kept at it. She worked up quite a sweat from pushing the broom around for over an hour. Her husband, Seth, watched her efforts, but he didn't think it was strange that she was sweeping an already clean floor. Why not? And I have some hints here if you'd like a hint. Is, is, she, yes. is she having a laugh? Is she playing a sport? Because my, my gut tells me that she is curling. Curling. Because it's a Saturday off. afternoon. She's a Canadian pediatric surgeon. <laughs> this is what they do. Oh, I'm pediatric surgeon. That's literally my dream for a spouse. A Canadian pediatric surgeon? Okay. They're nice. <laughs> Did you two work for the Crucifix Brigade? Because you two nailed it. Penelope was participating in a curling Jesus. match at the local... <laughs> That's right. It's dark. <laughs> that was him. <laughs> Penelope was participating in a curling match. Hey, guys. Match the... Team meeting. Team meeting. I don't think we should be calling ourselves the Crucifix Brigade anymore. <laughs> It's just not like it's it's an image that I don't necessarily think we need to associate. We're just and Roman I'm gonna soldiers. use my time turner to go back <laughs> and undo this whole thing. Would you do 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 do? Um, is it? Uh, are you are you two the are you two the crucifixer uppers? Damn because it! Because you are <laughs> nailing it. Penelope was participating in a curling match at the local ice rink. She was using a broom to sweep the ice in order to change the distance or trajectory of the stone. I will say. Curling is maybe the number one thing I've always wanted to do that I have not yet done. In, ter in terms of like axe throwing or parachuting or something like that, curling is like what I want to do most that I have yet to do. 
as far as like um sports that like rank physical activity and the exercise that you're getting for doing the sport curling is like at the top of every list well your arms have to be ripped mm-hmm. to, to curl <laughs> mm-hmm. it is it's it's also unbelievably watchable mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i feel like every winter olympics Perfect. that's like that's the one <laughs> The people that go hard with the brushes, like, like just, they're, like, going rapid fire with those fucking uh, brushes in front of the little curling puck. Do you think they're too aggressive when they brush their teeth? Do you think it translates (laughs) to every part of their life? (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, and and if if these people are jerking off, it is a nest out there. (laughs) Ruined. (laughs) Ruined. (laughs) Yay. I I watched a professional curler uh, like uh, tussle a dog's head and that dog flipped to the moon just completely. (laughs) (laughs) Just completely rocketed towards the the moon. moon. (laughs) Let's do another one of James's riddles. Flip to the moon is a great expression. Oh my god, I'm dying. Oh, I'm sweating now. Ah, I hate it. Oh <laughs> uh, no, you can't be funny when we're recording remotely because I get too hot in here. <laughs> you can't be funny, you guys. I'm serious. Don't. Here we go. Next one. This is called <laughs> This is called Plain as Day. Okay. A small Air- group of Airplane. Uh, that's it. James, you gotta rethink these titles. A small group of trained professionals climbed aboard a large airplane which was parked on the tarmac at Los Angeles International Airport. They immediately shot the pilot, whoa boy, then calmly disembarked from the plane and walked away. None of the people were apprehended by the police, although there were several bystanders who saw it happen. In fact, the group later won an award for their actions. How is this possible? Uh, pilot was a terrorist. They they banged it. They hit that plane midair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> they came in, blasted away the uh, terrorist pilot, let the plane fall where it will. Who cares? As <laughs> well, long as the well. terrorists are gone. The pilot was a goose. It was hunting season. <laughs> it was a pilot pin. Uh, they slingshotted it uh, into the cabin. Ink spilled everywhere. Everyone had to get off the plane. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. they yelled, pull. The pilot popped up, and they shot him. You're not going to believe it. All seven of those incoherent answers are correct. (laughs) So this is, you said this is in Los Angeles, right? This is at Los Angeles International Airport. So basically, again, uh, some trained professionals climbed aboard an airplane. They shot the pilot and then calmly walked out from the plane. It's a fucking movie. Aaron, you are on a roll. Aaron, we just call them porns. (laughs) Answer, they were shooting the pilot of a TV show, and the first episode took place on a plane. The group included cameramen, actors, and producers. The show was a success and won an Emmy Award later that year. Good for them. Winning yeah, good for Emmy. those producers. Very good for those producers. All right, I would like to see a scene. Yes. The um, uh, JPC, you are a director of a new pilot. Okay. And Adel, you are playing a pilot in a show about... A pilot in the pilot episode. Okay. But Adel, you're like you're like pretty sure that this is like you have this in the bag. The show's gonna win awards all on its own. So you're just kind of phoning it in. You're not doing your best work. Okay. <clears throat> Braham Bra- Brahama Bulls went to the mall. Brahama okay. Bulls went to the mall. Ba, 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 ba. <sighs> all right. Let's take this from the top. Act one, scene one. Action. 
Milady, welcome aboard. Take your seat, cause this plane's going all over the place. Vroom! And cut. Uh, Jeff, absolutely great, and what a wonder, what a honor to be working with Jeff Bridges. Uh, I must say, thank you. Um, what it, can I just say? What an honor to be directed by Dave Coulier. When you said cut, I was waiting for the it out, but it never came, and I respect that. You're changing things up. You're not just Uncle Whatever. You are your own director and and uh, creative artist. Thank you so much, Jeff. Uh, Sarah. Uh-huh? You were giving Jeff nothing in that scene. I thought oh. Jeff was on fire. He was doing so great. Um, I just feel like Jeff's, he needs to feed off of your energy. Great. Uh, I, as... I, I am just holding the boom mic. <laughs> I am just doing sound, but you need... Okay. Sarah, there are no small jobs. There are just small people and small minds. Okay? Totally. You, okay. Can, and Milady, if you may, uh, Milady, uh, if I may, I am Jeff Bridges, uh, Big Lebowski, and if I may give you some notes, when you put the boom mic out there, maybe have some fun with it and say like, "Boom! Here comes the boom!" You know, just have more fun. I feel like you're just not you're not um, mm-hmm. you're not having fun with it. Have fun with it. Great, Jeff. We love that energy. Yeah. I'm the director. I'm going to give all the notes. Sarah, have fun with the boom. Uh, maybe when you put <laughs> it out there, say, "Here comes the boom!" Ready or not. Oh, just- and I. For- Dave, I forgot to ask. Do you want me to sound like I typically do, or is this okay? I think the character that you found, Jeff, <laughs> I don't think it's lazy at all. I love good, 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 and, good, good. and And I, I think it's important for me to also not sound like the way that I usually do, <laughs> because I'm in a different position. It's a, I'm a director. It's a position of power, uh-huh. and, uh, and I, and I, and I want to... Um, Use that, and I don't want—I don't want to complicate it. And it's okay that I'm wearing old-timey trapdoor pajamas instead of a pilot's outfit. Yeah, that's fine with me. I mean, I, that's on costuming, and so that's a whole different department. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, let's let's pick it up. Okay, and action to me. Get these motherfucking snarks off my boom 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 i want you in my shot i'm in the shot (laughs) boom there's me i'm sarah cut sarah i love it oh good here's what here's what i'm gonna do jeff you grab the boom mic you're on the boom mic now sarah okay you're a star uh sarah (laughs) switch the dialogue jeff you're running boobs sarah you're the new pilot you're the pilot of the pilot have fun with it play around with it cut it out i'm dave (laughs) clay scene Here's my theory. My theory is anytime a director doesn't know what to say to an actor, they say have fun with it. Have fun with it? Ah, <laughs> uh, this isn't working. Have fun with it. I think Well, that's... it's too hard as as a director, it's too hard to teach an actor how to act. So, <laughs> if you've got the person that you've got, all you can say is have fun with it. I don't know, something's missing. Have fun with it. Let's go into another ready. Again, Please. this is from James Kennedy. This is called Throwing in the Towel. Harold and Marilyn Bradley, great names, James. Harold and Marilyn Bradley. Harold Mar- and Marilyn Bradley. <laughs> Harold and Marilyn Bradley. Welcome to Bradley. Harold and, Harold and Marilyn Bradley were married for 10 difficult years before going through a bitter divorce. Woof. <laughs> Solve for X. <laughs> 10 difficult <laughs> years. That is a long time to draw it out. <laughs> they argued incessantly about who would get to keep which items. With the help of two experienced lawyers, they eventually divided their possessions in a fair manner. After the divorce was finalized, Harold moved into a small apartment. Oh, I'm sorry. This is just a short story I was writing about my mom and dad. (laughs) (laughs) After the divorce was finalized, Harold moved into a small apartment. While he was unpacking his things, he opened a cardboard box containing several white bath towels and a blue terry cloth bath robe. They were all in perfectly good condition. 
Harold threw the entire box in the trash. If these items didn't have any special emotional significance, why did he throw them away? Why? What was in the box? It was some Because he's single cloth. now and he doesn't need to shower. <laughs> Amen to that. Mm-hmm. So what was in the box was several towels, bath towels. I showered way more when I was single, so that what I just said makes no sense. <laughs> Several white bath towels and a blue terry cloth bath robe. I gotta say, I don't think my relationship status has anything to do with how much I shower. <laughs> I think my showering schedule is purely based on like what I've done that day. Mm-hmm. And you have mm. you have sort of Charles Schultz stink lines emanating from the top of your head right now. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and also with you. This is mascara. I draw this on. <laughs> I love it. Uh, any idea? I have some hints here if you want some hints. Uh, yes, er- wait, he, she was having an affair and the robe was the guys or something. It had like, but, a monogram towels. But wouldn't that have emotional significance to it? If Because he, he said the items have no emotional significance. Well, hold on. Full stop. Aaron Keefe got it right. Somewhere in there was a correct answer. Aaron, do you want to double double back and guess Monogrammed what? Monogrammed towels? There's a big old picture of Courtney Cox because these were Monica-grammed towels <laughs> and robes. When Harold and Marilyn got married, he defied conventions and took her last name, Bradley. After the divorce, he went back to his original surname, which was Jefferson. The towels and the bathrobe were monogrammed with his formal former initials. I'm sorry. I think offense to this because um, for my, I believe my 18th birthday, for whatever reason, this is something that happens in my family. My grandparents got get everyone like a monogrammed towel set. I think part of it was like, oh, you're going off to college and you should have like your some like nice towels. But that monogrammed towel set that I have had my old uh, name on it, a name that I, I, I don't have anymore. I changed mm-hmm. when I was 20. I still have those towels. Those are nice towels. Now, to be fair, they're dog towels now um, because I, I, I've, I've well past cycled those out, but I've kept them because they're great dog towels. They're like really big. They're still pretty absorbent and uh, and Spaghetti loves them. And they have a monogram on it that is not my name. So this guy's a fucking idiot. Throw it away. Perfectly good towels because the monogram doesn't match up. What do you think? People are going to come to your house and be like, hey, man, I saw your towels in the bathroom. Are you doing OK? You know, those have a monogram. That's not your name anymore, right? Fuck off. They're nice towels. This Throw is away another the one of Jay. PC's rants. This dumbass is living in a small apartment. So what does he get? He just got he's got infinite money? No, he's living in a small apartment. He'd have a nice place if he didn't oh motherfucker. What when I went to college Let go, me at this guy's fucking finances. When I, when I went to college, go Redbirds, I used my great uncle Harold Percival Volumus's towels. Don't do this. You don't have were, to that do were this. monogrammed and nobody touched my fucking towels. Again, his name Your was Harold. Your fucking towels. His name was Harold Percival Volumus. Uh, his name was Harold Percival Volumus. Uh, so it would say uh, HVP mono- then, right? Because you've never had monogram towels? Yeah, the last name is right in the middle. <laughs> last name's in the middle, bitch. I quit. No, you never had mon- no, no, this guy's go. never had no, monogram fucking, towels. Fucking finish the episode yourselves. We were minutes from the end of this episode, and the I two of you had to fucking no. unpack your bundle. No, 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 no. I want him gone. Based on I want game. this no monogram towel Geico ass commercial. Having- you had to tag team me. You have a bindle in your big suitcase as a prop, this and you always pack it when you get Casey, mad. Never Casey. heard of a monogram. Casey, add a door slam sound. No, no, Casey. Hold on, Aaron stepped on that. Add a door slam sound. 
Oh, Ooh, I'm in the step on it too. Ah. Uh, you're never gonna get your slaves out. Uh, hey, 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 hey! I'm Casey. I'm add a window break sound now. Hey, hey! I'm stepping in between the two of you. But you're Adult. also part of the problem. <laughs> I'm always part of the problem. That's sort of my thing. It's well, got to be two versus one. Well, when you say it in a calm voice, I guess Casey that's fine. Casey said, "Please stop fighting." Oh, I okay? think that's because our audio's peaking. Let's yeah, let's it, keep, it, wait. It make our audio I have peak. a solution. Let's keep fighting, but calmly. Okay. Fuck the two of you. I'm tired Fuck of this off. shit. I'm quitting. You two can finish this episode. Hey. I, you what? Adel, can, can I just say, I can't believe your dumbass thought <laughs> that a monogram towel would be first initial, middle initial, last initial. Why like, would it makes not? sense. Like, makes sense. Why would it not? Because they it's not. They don't give not, out, hey, they don't give, they don't hey. give all-star baseball players the MPV <laughs> HPV hey, would award. have been very silly on a towel, okay? I just, would, that's all I wanted to hear. That's okay, all I wanted to monograms, hear. Okay, and then monograms, the last name's in the middle and it's the biggest letter, okay? Why would the last name Fuck be in the middle? Fuck you both. That I'm packing no my sense. bindle in my suitcase and I'm leaving. Slam! Look, I agree. This is the thing that tears us apart. I agree. This should be the thing. This should be the thing. Wait, Aaron, Aaron slammed the door and now she's walking to a submarine. Aaron, come back. I'm walking up, up these stairs to a submarine. <laughs> Okay, up. Up, up. Yes. She walking down. That is that is the most no, downstairs I've ever say seen. yes. Say yes to me. If you want me to come back to the show, you have to yes and me, not no but. I'm Wait. walking upstairs to a submarine. Aaron, you I, think I, our listeners are going to believe that you are walking upstairs? Yes. No fucking way. Yes. Say yes. Say yes and I'll come back. Say yes, Aaron. You're walking upstairs to a submarine. And I like the view. <laughs> oh. Aaron, I'll say yes to that if you say yes to my premise, okay. which is, uh, oh, look, we're on a dub marine. Add Skrillex sound here. And you have to support that and enjoy being on a dub marine, which is a super funny okay. joke. I'm walking upstairs to a dub yes, marine. You're walking Thank upstairs you. to a dub marine. And I will only come back to the show if my lady both smile. <laughs> <laughs> End of episode, no credits. End yeah, of episode. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye forever. <laughs> oh, well, I, I guess we should do some plugs. This will be our final plugs. Aaron, do you have anything to plug, m'lady? Uh, sure. Uh, Aaron Keith ten on Instagram. If you want to talk to me or message me there, uh, just give me a month to get back to you. Uh, also, mm-hmm. I'm so excited for our live show, and I can't wait. So see everyone there. Oh yeah, that's this Friday, eight p.m. Central Standard Time. Gonna be a blast. JPC, do you have anything to plug? Uh, just go and follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash sharkbarkman. Oh yeah, and I have a few things to plug. I want to plug Hey Tavern Tavern, which is our Magic Tavern spinoff with myself, JPC, and Aaron. It's on Stitcher Premium now. There's going to be seven episodes. It comes out every Thursday. Use the promo code Magic to get a free month of Stitcher Premium, and we're very excited for you, for you to hear it. I, th- I think it's I think it turned out very well. It's the most fun. I loved recording the episodes. So fun, and we have a new theme song from Arnie. If you like this show, uh, I don't think you'll be into it. So maybe give it a skip. Maybe it's a skip. And a few other shows that I guessed it on. I was on the Dr. DC podcast. I was on Afterworld's podcast. I was on my first anime podcast talking about One Piece, which is very fun. And I was on Friendsmen, a podcast about the TV show Friends. So check out all those podcasts. Well, I think that's it. Aaron, I think the number one song people are going to want to hear in Hey Riddle Riddle, the all-musical episode, is going to be your solo song called... Jupiter. 
And then it cuts off. What's that? <laughs> oh, shit. Shit. It doesn't work if you talk after I say it cuts off. You're so clever, so bye forever. That's all I have. Oh, no. And then it cuts off. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I fucking hate you. No, I no, no. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I hope you play no, the theme over this shit. Fuck you. you. This you show's both. over. Okay. Play the theme. No, it's not. I hope you live forever in a bad way. No. Start spreading the news. Start. I'm spreading my ass. <laughs> I'm gonna take a shit tonight. So big, so big. Casey, post post credits. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, butters and cows. If you like that, you are going to love this week's Patreon. We go back to our state series, and this week we're tackling Iowa. You can listen to that plus our entire back catalog at patreon.com slash Riddle by joining the Clue Crew for $5 a month or the Review Crew for $8 a month. See you there. That was a HeadGum Podcast.